I told myself, I just can't battle myself anymore. I cannot please everybody. No matter what I do, there will be people who will call me a betrayer, who will call me a bad person, who will put labels on me. But what I really need to do is just be who I am and stand by it and defend myself. And part of it is really knowing who you are, right? Because it all starts with self-awareness. Like, what do you really stand for? Hey, I'm Olena Mytrak, and let me tell you, it's been a wild journey for me. I stepped into the unknown countless times, and it taught me how strong, confident, and capable I really am. I traveled the world searching for the answers, only to find out that the answers were always within me. At times, I thought I'd go insane, and it is in those times that I discovered that my energy is my most precious resource. I kept going, I kept learning, and eventually it made me who I am today, the designer of my life. And then I started the Spark Your Life podcast to show you how you can become the designer of yours. Career, business, parenting, fitness, time with others and time just for yourself. These are not some fragmented pieces of your life. This is your life. And this is what we talk about here. It's time to cut all the noise and to design your life around who you are and what you believe so that you can achieve long-lasting, meaningful, sustainable results that will feel absolutely and authentically you. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, my favorite life designers, and welcome to another episode of the Spark Your Life podcast. This might be the most personal and most vulnerable podcast episode I have recorded to date, but I believe that it's very important that I tell this story just based on where I am in my life and in my work. And I think it's just such an important part of what I do and what I stand for that I just have to share it. And if you are someone who is often finding themselves fighting themselves, if you keep battling yourself, if you are maybe a mother that thinks that she works too much and because of that, it makes you a bad mother because you're not there for your kids, or maybe you are just beating yourself up for the mistakes you make instead of cheering yourself on and celebrating your wins. Or if you tend to overthink your decisions, you make decisions and then, then you start thinking about them and you start doubting yourself up to the point when you don't even remember what you wanted to do, why you wanted to do it, and why in the world did you even think that you were entitled to make this decision in the first place? If that is you, if any of that is you, then please stick around because I feel like maybe, just maybe, this episode will help you make peace with yourself. And at the end of the episode, I will also tell you why I believe that it's so important for us to be at peace with ourselves. And it's ironic that my story today about how I made peace with myself is going to be related to the war that is happening in Ukraine. But before we even get to that, so I just wanted to tell you a bit more about myself. Many of you know that I am from Ukraine, but I don't think that everybody knows that I'm actually from the Crimea Peninsula, from the city that, funny enough, has become world famous, I think now, thanks to Tom Cruise and the recent Mission Impossible movie. So I'm from the city called Sevastopol. And when I was born, that city and the peninsula as a whole was part of USSR. 
then it became Ukraine, then it became Russia. Russia took over Crimea back in 2015. So my husband likes to joke that I'm the only person who he knows who is from the place that has been a part of three different countries in our lifetime, which is true. And it gave me different perspectives, I think, because as I said, when I grew up, I grew up in Sevastopol and my mother tongue is Russian and uh, Sevastopol as a city was founded as the Russian naval base. And I grew up speaking Russian and feeling proud of being from that city that had very rich Russian history attached to it. It took a lot of pride and I still do take a lot of pride for all that history that was related to this little city, little town, not big, but very proud. And I took pride in that quite a bit. Then when I was 21 years old, I moved to Kiev, which is the capital of Ukraine, and I lived for nine years in Kiev. So I got to explore more of the Ukrainian culture. I made a lot of friends. I got introduced and fell in love with Ukrainian language. I don't speak Ukrainian fluently. I understand it. For me, it's easy to understand people who speak both Russian and Ukrainian. But again, I prefer to speak Russian personally. It's just who I am. I think this is my legacy. But I fell in love with the culture, with the city, with Kiev. I met a lot of friends. And to this day, I have a lot of friends and a lot of family members, both in Ukraine and in Russia. So when the war started, it was a shock for me, personally. I remember I was going to bed February 24th and I was staying up late and I saw on the news that the attack happened, that Russia invaded Ukraine. I couldn't believe it, honestly. I know there were rumors for several months prior to that, that it would happen. And I was the first one to tell even my husband, there is no chance it's happening. It's, these are just rumors. It just can't be happening. The world cannot be so crazy to let it happen. And still it happened and it's still happening. So it was a tragedy and it's, it's still a tragedy because the war is still ongoing after all these years. And unfortunately, there is no light at the end of the tunnel. This is the worst possible thing. But honestly, the biggest strategy is that all this hate that people have towards each other on both sides. It's like Russians believe that Ukrainians are Nazi. Ukrainians believe that all Russians are evil. And this hate has been continuing to develop and evolve and grow. And there are some people who try to be in the middle of this. And I ended up in the middle of this as well. It's so fascinating that I actually lost several friends who I thought were my friends from the Ukrainian part of the world who stopped talking to me because they thought that I wasn't Ukrainian enough. Because I just wasn't screaming everywhere all over the internet, how I hate all Russians. But I just couldn't because this is my native language. This is a language that I speak. This is where I'm from. I can't say that all Russians are evil. It doesn't mean that I support war. I never did. I cannot tell you enough how against the war I stand. In fact, if I can tell you another related story. So my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, he got captured last year in March. He was fighting for the Ukrainian army. He got captured by the Russians. He was sentenced to death in May of last year. And until September of last year, 
nobody knew if he was still alive. They nobody knew if they killed him or if he was still alive. If he was alive, where was he captured? My sister had been trying to find where he was. She was reaching out to all the international organizations, the Red Cross, the other organizations. Nobody could find out where he was. And it wasn't until September 22nd of last year when we found out that he was actually released. There was a prisoner exchange that was arranged by Saudis and he was part of that exchange. And honestly, I remember it was like in the last few years, it was the happiest day for me to discover that he was released. And I don't even know what my sister went through throughout those months when she didn't know where her husband was, but thankfully they got reunited. And so for somebody to say that I support this war would be insane. I cannot support this war. I just can't. I hate that the people are dying. I hate that politicians are playing these games with, which leads to people dying. But as I said, to some people, I wasn't Ukrainian enough. On the other hand, for example, to my parents, I wasn't Russian enough because I kept trying to explain to them that not all Ukrainians are bad. And actually the war is happening on the Ukrainian territory and they are defending themselves. But another tragedy of mine, which is just my personal tragedy, is that, again, my family just, they don't talk to each other. Because my sister and my parents, they have such different political views, they seem to not exist for each other. And honestly, I don't give a crap anymore about politicians. What I want to happen is just for the war to be over. And I pray that there will be a day when my family will be able to get together in one house. The last time it happened was in 2017, right before I moved to the United States. And I just pray that a day will come when it happens again, when we can gather together in a house in one place, and be a family again. Honestly, I don't even know if it's going to happen. I don't think I truly believe that it's going to happen. But I just keep praying and I keep hoping. But my point here is, for many months after the war started, I had this very bad conflict inside myself because I felt like I was in the middle and I felt like I needed to choose sides. I felt like I didn't belong to either of the groups of people. I wasn't Ukrainian anymore. I wasn't Russian. To Ukrainians, I was like a betrayer. To Russians, I was not Russian enough. And I could see how people were just attacking each other from both sides. I wanted to just scream, people, stop. Just stop that hate. Stop labeling each other. Because there are good people on both sides. And there are bad people on both sides. And honestly, that war is happening not because of you. And you are just, just a little part of the game, unfortunately. But all that hate that was happening on both sides that I ended up in the middle of, it caused that huge conflict. And I was fighting myself for so many months. I was trying to convince myself that I have to choose sides, that I have to be either with one antagonist side or the other. And you know what? After months and months, and after trying to have a conversation with one of my friends, who I tried to explain this to, and actually one thing that I told her is, Russia took over Crimea back in 2015. In 2017, my mom was diagnosed with cancer. And 
In those two years, between 2015 and 2017, Russia built a brand new hospital in Sevastopol. And honestly, I truly believe that that is the only reason my mom is still alive, because the level of equipment, the professionalism of the doctors that Russia brought to Sevastopol was unseen during the times before that. And I think that had Sevastopol stayed in the Ukrainian borders, my mom would not be here anymore. So again, this is just another reason to see how many more shades are in this world. And it's not as easy as choosing black or white. It's not as easy as saying these are good, these are bad, and all these people are evil, all these people are the best people. It's just not as easy. And yes, this is a poor manipulation, my opinion. This is how media manipulates us, because it's simpler to think the world is black and white, but it's not. It's just so much more complicated. And again, for so many months, I kept thinking to myself that I have to choose black or white. And at the end of the day, I decided that I don't have to do that. What I do have to do is to stay true to myself, be who I am and embrace who I am and embrace that, yes, my native language might be Russian. It doesn't mean I support the war. I have friends here and there. And again, I can be completely against the war and I can still be happy that my mom is still alive and I can still talk to her because Russian doctors save her life. And I can still stay so much against all those battles that are happening and stand so much against my brother-in-law almost getting killed in this war and so many people who got killed. And it's not one or the other. You can be all of these things. All you really need to do is be true to yourself. And the reason I'm telling you this story is not to make you feel bad for me or make you feel sorry for me, but to tell you how I was able to finally find that peace, make that peace with myself. And I say make because I made an intentional decision at some point. I told myself, I just can't battle myself anymore. I cannot please everybody. No matter what I do, there will be people who will call me a betrayer, who will call me a bad person, who will put labels on me. But what I really need to do is just be who I am and stand by it and defend myself. And part of it is really knowing who you are, right? Because it all starts with self-awareness. Like, what do you really stand for? What do you really want to be known for as the person, as a human being? And start from there. Because then when you find that peace with yourself, then you don't really need approval from anybody anymore. Then you can direct all that energy that you were wasting before battling yourself to fight for that good cause that makes you show up and get out of bed every morning. Because please hear me out. There are so many bad things in this world to fight against and you are not one of them. So please stop fighting yourself. Stop fighting against yourself and instead start using that energy that you save to fight for those reasons, for those causes that are important to you, that matter to you. Because there are so many and us wasting our energy battling ourselves 
us wasting our energy constantly fighting ourselves and trying to be who we are not instead of being who we are is not bringing us any good. It's just wasting our energy. And you are here in this world to make some meaningful impact. You are here in this world to make a change, some positive change. But the only way for you to do it, to make this change, to create this impact, is to not waste energy on things that are not worth wasting your energy on. And fighting yourself is one of those big, big, big reasons. So I am asking you, please, make peace with yourself. Stop fighting yourself. Stop doubting yourself. Stop trying to be who you are not. Instead, decide who you are. Come back to who you are. You have always known who you are. You maybe just forgot. So go back to that. Rediscover who you are and then stand by it proudly. Defend your position. Show up. And this is how you will be able to make that change in the world. And it doesn't have to be big. And if you're a mother and you're struggling and you're working so much and you're telling yourself, oh, I'm a bad mother because I'm working too much. I'm not there for my kids 24 by 7. But that's not what your kids need, really. I think what we need and what our kids need and what, what the future generations really need is for us to show what it is to be living our lives. is for us to set an example of, of the life that we want to be living. Because then they don't have to guess. Because then our kids see that, oh, you are living this life being who you are, embracing who you are, showing up with integrity and defending yourself and fighting for what is important to you, for what matters to you. And this is a life worth living. And this is a life that the future generations will be able to use and to copy. And honestly, to me, this is just a way for us to make sure that we as a society, as a humanity, continue existing in long term. The only way to make sure it happens is for us to remember who we are and be true to who we are and stand by that and fight for the causes, for the good causes that are worth fighting for. And the, the first step in doing that is to make peace with yourself. Be in harmony with yourself. Stop fighting yourself. Stop battling yourself. So please, please do that. Well, that's, that's the end of the story. And I really wanted to tell you all of that today because again i don't know if maybe you will unsubscribe from my podcast after that after you learned this part of me but this is who i am and this is how i choose to show up i choose to show up not as black or white but as a all range of shades of gray because this is who we are we can be happy and sad at the same time we can be supporting all these different causes at the same time and if you share what I believe, then let's join the forces because I think we have a lot of work to do on this planet to be ourselves and to show others what it's like to be ourselves. And if you disagree, please feel free to reach out to me. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear different opinions. Let's just be respectful and uh, let's not judge it, each other. Thank you so much for listening.
I know this probably was a bit unusual episode, but I really wanted to put it out there because as I said, I think it's very, very important. It's important for me to put it out there and to show up as who I am, who I choose to show up as. So thank you for listening and I will see you hopefully next week for the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for being with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend of yours who can also benefit from it. And don't forget to check all the links and resources in the show notes. Until next time.